But ladies and gentlemen, you know, it, one thing we can say about the Biden administration is a very, very interesting administration to cover. I thought that when Donald Trump got out of office, we weren't going to have no twists and turns. It was going to be just kind of boring again uh, politically. But, oh, no. I mean, we have been seeing just definitely some outright, you know, craziness and disrespect, highly, highly disrespect uh, toward the black delegation. Now, there was a headline that came out. And, you know, I had originally saw that I'll say what, you know, so I went to look at it. I even retweeted it on my Twitter. Um, if you're not following us on Twitter, I don't know why it's free. It don't take you but a second to press the follow button. We always put the pinned comment with all our social media is there. Take the time and just click every last one of them hit follow and et cetera, you know, and, and you'll be glad that you did. So when I originally saw that, I was like, hold on, y'all going to, hand out some crack pipes, crack pipes. I say, no, 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 no. That can't be right. This gotta be some fake news. This gotta be a joke, but Oh no, this wasn't a joke. This wasn't uh, uh, any kind of fake news. So let's really get into it. So Biden's health and human services department is finalizing funding to dole out crack pipes to drug addicts as part of his harm reduction plan. It's a $30 million grant program, which accepts applications to Monday and will be doling out money in May intends to provide funds to nonprofits and local governments to make drug use safer to advance racial equity. See, if they wouldn't have put the racial equity part in there, then I wouldn't have said probably too much about it. I would have talked about it, but not in the way I'm about to talk about it now. When you say racial equity, I know what that means. That's something they always say in relation to black people. Okay. Now, some people say, well, you know, do any black people still use that? Um, yeah, some black people still use that. And let me tell you something else that's even worse than what's going on now for what, of course, you know, we're hearing uh, what's happening on the streets. That same particular drug isn't like it was back in the 80s when we had the crack epidemic. Now it's being laced with, with uh, fentanyl, which is something that just kills people. So, <laughs> Oh, so some things we can go down that rabbit hole, but we'll, we'll save that for another day. Now they said included in the grant money is to purchase a safe smoking kit slash supply. say a spokesperson for HHS uh, said that, that, that included in these kits could, could be pipes for users to smoke substances like crack cocaine, crystal meth, and any illicit substance. So they're saying the pipes could be used for any of those, uh, particular, uh, illegal, I want to make sure to put that again, illegal drugs. Now, see, HHS said the kits will serve to limit the risk of infection. Typically users smoke out of glass pipes, which can lead to cuts and sores that become infected with diseases like hepatitis C. Let's say handing out pipes is also intended to prompt users to smoke rather than inject themselves with some substances like meth as injection is far riskier. Now applicants for the program get priority if they serve underserved communities, such as black Americans or native Americans or LGBT people. Okay. So that when they say underserved communities, that's what they mean. They mean, um, non or at least on paper, non-white people. I would say, I mean, we are the truly non-white people. Everybody else got this different classifications and some of them off nest is white too. I mean, but, they, but they'll tell you all day they're not white. Uh, now LGBT, that doesn't mean black. That means white too. Okay. 
So it said the crack cocaine epidemic started in the eighties, disproportionately ravaged the black community. And we know that that was planted into black communities by the CIA It's all on the, even documentaries would tell you that that was done on purpose to harm our community. Cause you have to remember prior to the crack epidemic, if you really want to get down, I know we talk about, you know, the welfare, we talk about, Oh, you know, dads can be in the homes. Um, that kind of started some things with the atomic bomb in the black community that really busted up the black family and set, sent us into this single parent, you know, uh, epidemic that we have and, and no dads around. And it's when Biden had that crime bill. Okay. Which just came up in 94 and black people was all on this crack. It was bad. It was bad. I listen, I grew up in the eighties, so I know, I know about it. I was a kid. I seen people, Steal from their own mama, you know, seeing people just go from being great, productive people just to being just strung out on the street. It was even worse when you see in fellas, you, you know what I'm talking about. When you see a woman that was highly attractive and all of a sudden, she, you know, in the neighborhood or something like that, and she got on that mess, that mess just took her down. And it just, oh man, it was just horrible seeing this sort of thing. People dying, you know, drug dealing, all kind of things. And these people put this in our communities. Because remember, we don't have no, no planes to fly nothing in from Colombia or nothing else. You know, you gotta remember the time of Pablo Escobar and all that, that situation, Griselda Blanco and all those people. Right. Um, they brought all that mess to the black communities. You know what I'm saying? And then if you talk, if you listen to a lot of the brothers and what they talked about back in the day, when they first brought it in there, um, they, they learned their own way how to, how to start cooking the stuff. Right. They said at first they were selling it. They weren't even stopping them from selling it. They were letting them people sell and get high and all kind of things. They were letting them do back in that time period during the crack epidemic. Then it got so bad, you know, because, Hey, people turf crime, X, Y, Z, you know, you listen to people like free Ray, uh, uh, Rick Ross, you know, that brother, um, you just listen to what they say, how it was back in the day. But, the ripple effect was when Biden put in that crime bill, well, he authored the crime bill, Bill Clinton signed the crime bill. They immediately targeted black people. It was none of this. Oh, well, it's a health crisis. No, that's a crisis they created. Now, why did they create that particular crisis? It's because the nucleus, the nucleus of black people or the nucleus of anybody. Let me just not say black people. It's the nuclear family. And that crack epidemic was the atomic bomb that really damaged the black nuclear family in America. Now, when we have this conversation about our brothers and sisters that come from the African continent and the Caribbean, you know, a uh, place like that, their families were never targeted. Like, like our families have been targeted. I'm not saying Caribbean people didn't go through the crack epidemic because some of them were already here. And I'm not saying they didn't. But I'm saying is when it comes to talking about destroying the black family, they did that to black Americans. And that's really the biggest issue that we have is a lack of uh, the proper family structure. You know, the black family is still kind of holding on, but it isn't as strong. Let's say it's like African families are, or different families that come from the Caribbean. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying like the COINTEL pro uh, all of that. And then after, after, you know, you kill off the leaders, you do all that, get them out of the way. All right. Do the crack epidemic. Do, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Do all this mess. Then they come in with the culture aspect, you know, the right, right around the time, the rise of, of, uh, it's not even hip hop, but 
let's say bringing in the gangster music of hip hop, right? Bring all that mess in, which, you know, all this is tied in, right? We, we tied into this, you know, thing that Biden wants to talk about. We talking about a little history, bring all this mess in, make the, make hip hop degenerate music. That was a plan too, to get people in jail, constantly taking out the black men, out the homes. There are people right now that's in jail still from uh, the time of the crack epidemic. And this man right here who authored the 1994 crime bill wants to sit up here and make sure people can have pipes. Are you serious? Well, you know what? If, if everybody can have pipes, no problem. Let everybody out of jail today. That's in jail from, from back in the day has something to do with that. Okay. And to me, I just personally think that's a setup. I think personally it's a setup because let's call it what it is. Um, those drugs that you're going to use to smoke is illegal is completely illegal. So you're going to, you're going to give somebody, you're going to give a drug addict a pipe, right? For free, you know, off the, all, all, as a grant program to these nonprofits that nine times out of 10, those nonprofits it has nothing to do with black folks. I promise you that. Cause we not involved in, in use of those things. So you're giving, you know, people with a nonprofit, you know, a, ba- a bag, right. To start distributing this in May for something that's illegal. Yeah, I'm just shaking my head about that. But is, is this is, is this is what the black community voted for? Because last time I checked, that's not what the black community voted for. I mean, the main thing they voted for was basically a protection bill, which is a George Floyd bill, because if you end the qualified immunity, you know, get rid of the chokeholds. I mean, rein in these race soldiers that would be put a possibly a protection bill for black people. They did not do that bill whatsoever. He's doing everything else, but protecting black people, but he had no problem protecting the Asian community. Um, he's up here, you know, making sure the, uh, the LGBT community is good. There's another thing that just came out, which we probably will cover tomorrow, how he's been giving lots of money in monthly payments to the LGBT community. A lot of you don't even know about, I mean, uh, it just came out, but I, I wanted to cover this today. We'll give that to that tomorrow. So this grant program, they said the other harm reduction supplies that could be purchased with the grant money included testing equipment for STDs, overdose reversal medica- medication, medication, lock boxes, syringes, and substance test kits. They said the grant program lasts three years and includes 25 awards for up to $400,000. It said it is against the law to sell distribute drug paraphernalia, such as pipes, unless authorized by the state, local, or federal law. There was an estimated over 100,000 drug overdose deaths in a 12-month period ending in April 2021, according to the CDC, a 28.5% increase from just a year prior. So three-quarters of those deaths involved opioids, which has done to do black people, uh, many of them being synthetic opioids, such as meth or fentanyl. The cities like San Francisco and Seattle have experimented with their own crack pipe kit distributions. They say others have backed away from such plans. Louisville, Kentucky allowed convenience stores to sell drug kits before later banning them from doing so. Um, so we are seeing at, you know, Seattle and San Francisco, liberal cities. It said, meanwhile, the DOJ signaled Monday, it would allow safe injection sites to open up across the U S such sites will be safe havens where drug users can use heroin and other narcotics freely without risking arrest in an environment monitored by health professionals. So we're going to just basically have legal trap houses now. Well, well okay. Well, y'all just basically want to have a legal trap house. Let Pookie and Rary out then. Y'all busted Pookie and Ray Ray all that time uh, when they had their trap house, right? 
And all of a sudden, see, see this goes back to even even the uh, the weed thing. Brothers were selling that, locking brothers up, but then all of a sudden they changed the law, and they say, "Oh, it's legal now." And look, that people could legally sell it. Here's a license, and then the people who mostly got the license don't look like me and you. They they shut black people out of that. The, the legal sale of it. It's hard for black people to get involved with that. Right now you're talking about having legal trap houses, but Pookie and Ray Ray got locked up for their trap houses. Oh, well we're going to have them being monitored by professionals. Like, do you, you ladies and gentlemen, do you realize the degeneracy that this will cause in, in a society? I mean, I would never thought in my life that an American president would be advocating this. When I was growing up, Ronald Reagan was on, you know, the president when I was growing up as a kid in the t- that time in the eighties, you know, and Ronald Reagan, was, you know, Nancy Reagan would be like, you know, stay off drugs, got the dare program. Those of you in my age group, you know, Gen X, you remember the dare program, you know, say no to drugs and all that. Uh, you, you remember the commercial, you know, where, where the little boy had, uh, you know, he was smoking something and, and he told the little dad, say, well, I, I learned it from you. You know, that commercial or uh, whatever. I mean, so, but now we got the, this president is, 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 is advocating legal trap houses. So this, this goes even further than just the pipes y'all. And you're not gonna go to jail. Now to say the DOJ told the Associated Press, he was evaluating such facilities and talking to regulators about the appropriate uh, guardrails. It said DOJ under the Trump administration had prosecutors who fought aggressively against a plan to open safe consumption sites in Philadelphia. And that's right. Why you want people getting high is they said, although we cannot comment on pending litigation, the department's evaluating supervised consumption sites, including discussions with state and local regulators about appropriate guardrails for such site as part of an overall approach to harm reduction in public safety. The agency said in a statement, I said divided appeals court last year ruled the safe injection sites were violated 1980s era drug law aimed at crack houses. It said Supreme court in, in October dec- declined to take up the case. It said about six weeks later, the first official authorized safe injection site opened up in NYC. It said the two facilities, which the city calls overdose prevention centers is they provide a monitor place for drug use to partake with staffers and supplies on hand to reverse overdoses. Once again, Democrat state, Democrat city, Democrat mayor. They say the NYC sites so far have intervened in more than 110 overdoses among more than 500 users. Many who have made multiple visits according to on point NYC of the organization running them. So have a critic say they are only encouraging drug use, which they are. It's saying burden in the surrounding communities. Now a person say, is this a cruel joke? Is it drug overdose deaths are the highest recorded level? Say the Biden administration should focus on stopping traffickers instead of creating more demand for their product. Uh, that's what a Senator Tom Cotton said uh, on Twitter. Now this is the thing y'all that's, that's, you know, even though we kind of upset, um, about this, you know, we definitely look at this as, as, as a slap in the face when he says the term racial equity, you know, and, and we clearly want to make sure that we want to put out, you know, the full information of what's going on and, and they want to get more money to people who, who, uh, who's involved with underserved communities. And they say that underserved means LGBT. Uh, they said it means, uh, the African American or native American. Okay. So, so the, those people will get more money 
to, to make sure that our people um, could stay bogged down on a substance that's destroying them. But let's look a little deeper. Why, why is it that they want to encourage drug use? Why? If you're zoned out of your mind, you're not thinking about anything. You're not being productive. You're being completely dependent on the government at that point. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you're not going to question anything that they're doing. You're not going to, you know, try to uh, engage politically uh, with anything that's going on in the country. Um, you're just going to be zoned out. So it seems like that, you know, they they want people zoned out. And, and it goes back to not even just this situation, ladies and gentlemen. It goes to the dumbing down of America. Okay. I'm telling you, in the past 25 years, this country has, has literally changed so much. It's like we're not even in the same country. And I, and I, and I, I remember in 2019, it, it just came to me, and I started saying this in a video. And I said, by 2030, you won't even know America. It would be so much, it would be so changed that you'd be like, what in the, what in the hell are we living at now? And it seems like ever since that came to me in 2019, it's like every year since that came to me, we're literally seeing the most craziest things. We're literally seeing like what Minister Farrakhan said, the unraveling of a great nation. We're literally seeing this because this is crazy. I have never heard of no president in any other country advocating this for, for their citizens. If anything, you should be spending that money to, promote, um, rehab centers, promote job training, promote after school programs for children, all this crime that's going on right now, this crime, a lot of it's going on because of, uh, you know, poverty, you know, I mean, the economy did suffer. So when you, when you have more poverty, you're going to have more crime That's just bottom line, right? The way, the best way to reduce crime is to get people, um, you know, back to work. And, 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 and help people, you know, in these situations, that's the best thing. But, but instead of taking $30 million on that, now I heard one person was saying, Oh, well, you know, shoot, that, that's $30 million. That could be a, a start of reparations. No, it won't. No, it won't. Let me give you some numbers. Why it won't $30 million only give you, give black folks 69 cents each. And I'm talking about based off of if you minus off the 4.9 million black immigrants that does not wouldn't be eligible, it will only be 69 cents. A down payment on reparations actually would be $30 billion. Um, if you want to go on what they were trying to give the immigrants, uh, they would, you know, before everybody spoke up about it, 450,000, uh, that reparation would have to be $19.3 trillion actually for everybody to get $450,000. So this will give you the math on that. Um, but when they, when you are bogged down and you start, you strung out on something. And this is, this is one thing that, that, you know, they, they do that on purpose, right? If you looked at history, they've always tried to get, you know, enemy combatants and stuff like that on some sort of drug or some sort of vice. Okay. Because if you're on the drug or you're a vice. One thing you're not going to do is pay attention to anything. You're not going to fight for freedom. You're not going to fight for justice. You're not going to fight for anything. Okay. Because you just so strung out. When we talk about, you know, the war that's being waged against us as a people, psychologically, physically, you know, uh, uh, 
you know, the, the, the war is being waged, you know, in the media against us. We know the, the mainstream media is the mouthpiece of white supremacy. It don't matter the left wing or, or right wing. They all on code about being against us. Understand what I'm saying? Um, so we cannot, we cannot, ladies and gentlemen, partake of the devil's uh, pipes. We cannot partake, you know, smoking the devil's weed. And yes, I say that because some of you, are, some of you are so addicted to that mess. That stuff, not pure. That stuff has full of chemicals. If you go read and go, to, um, Dr. Wesley Muhammad, go read his, his work and his findings about what's in that and about how it's messing is messing y'all up. Okay. Some people, some people act like they can't go a day without that mess. You know, they give all kinds of justifications why they need to do it. You know, they try to get all, oh, it comes from the earth. It comes from this. It comes from that. It's a vice for you. It's a vice. You're addicted to it. It's taking your money. And that's another way these people can control you because it's a vice. You may not be on, uh, you know, with the crack or, you know, meth or anything like that, but it's still a vice. Some of you drink too much. Some of you. You know, you drink yourself to 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 you're drunk, to you acting a fool, and everything else. Some of you want to do it every week. Some people, unfortunately, do it every day. Unfortunately, you know, we can the, the Bible teaches to be ye sober and vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is roaming around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. You understand? And that's something I believe in. Like even if I go out in public, I don't want to drink anything. I want to stay sober. Now, if I drink something, it'd be at my house and I'm if I drink anything. Um, you know, I like to drink a little wine, you know, and that means I like the taste of it and that's it. You know, I don't even know how I feel to be drunk. <laughs> I've never been drunk a day in my life because I never liked what I saw with people. I don't want to be high on nothing. Well, I don't know what I'm doing or what I'm saying. Or, oh, I blacked out. I didn't know what I did. No, hell no. You know, so, so we have to be smart folks. We have to be smart. Don't fall for the okie doke again. Our people fell for the okie doke. And even if the devil puts something in your, your, your lap or try to, you don't have to smoke it and you don't have to drink it. Nobody forcing you to do anything. We got to start practicing some discipline as a people. Okay. We can't just put everything to our mouth, put everything, uh, 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 watch any old thing, hear any old thing. We got to protect our peace and ourselves at all times. You know, and I'm talking to those who are definitely disciplined enough to do so. There's those of us, unfortunately, that will fall by the wayside, you know, and we can't do nothing about that. But those of you, you know, who definitely hear the sound of my voice, who understand, you know, discipline and not to be, you know, putting any kind of foreign matter in, in your body like that. Because, you know, everybody wants to talk about, you know, the jabs and all of that. And, oh, everybody was hardcore. What's in it? X, Y, Z. But nobody's hardcore about what's in that liquor you're drinking. Nobody's hardcore about that, that weed you're smoking. And nobody hardcore about anything else that you're putting in your mouth. You know, so we just got to be careful. Like I'm saying, we got to be careful as, as a people. Of course, we definitely got to stand up against this. I mean, we can definitely use $30 million for something else more productive in society than this. You know, this is to me is, is, is degeneracy. And this is why, you know, I just know, I, you know, I said that and I, and I meant that, um, I just got to find the right place for, for me and my family, you know, to be, I mean, I always said I wanted to go back and forth, but like, this is not a place for our children. I mean, think about this. Look at the side that we really live in people. Let's really think about it. 
I mean, this is not a society for our children to, to grow up in. I mean, you look, you look at what they promote, even, even if you go look at that show, um, in Kanto with Disney, I want you to go look at one of the female characters in that show. And then you, t- then you leave me a comment. Some of you probably already seen it. It's like, what the hell is this character? I mean, look like a swole up man, but it's a woman. Like, I mean, this is the things that they're promoting even to our children. So it's not even, it's like this degeneracy after degeneracy that they're promoting. So, so we need to circle our wagons as a community. Of course, stand against this, have some discipline about ourselves and say, we're not going to take the devil's vices because we know what the devil wants to do. The devil wants to destroy us. And the easiest way to destroy us is through vices. You know, you get these vices, you go out there doing things you shouldn't be doing. You go to jail or you get diseases or whatever. Then they get, then the devil got you. This is the time, you know, a lot of y'all be talking about the Lord. Well, this is the time for y'all to start uh, practicing that discipline through the Lord. But these people and the way they operate, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, they, they are doing the most desperate things ever. And then you got these midterms coming up. Uh, I always tell people, make sure that, you know, definitely you are registered to vote. Um, because even if you don't do something federally, you can do something locally. And I always tell people you should have your driving license, your voter registration card, uh, your passport. And when you get the passport, get the, the, uh, the book and the card, have both. You know what I'm saying? And you should have your uh, second amendment protection in your house. Firm believer. That's the things that you should have uh, legally. Of course, everything legal, what I'm talking about, but this is, this is early degeneracy is disrespectful. Definitely. But are we really surprised at this? But I just want to kind of hear from the, the Biden supporters on this. Um, what is your take on this? I mean, I mean, I like to, if you would explain how this is racial equity, um, especially if you remember the crack epidemic and what happened to a lot of our brothers and sisters during that time, how, explain to me how this, is, this is racial equity. How is this going to really help the black community? How we have a lot of things that we need help with, but we don't need to need to put the devil's vices in, in our body. No, we don't need that mess. But thank you once again, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us today on the podcast. We greatly appreciate you uh, being here with us. Um, it's your first time. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Uh, the subscribing and let you know when we have posted another podcast. Go ahead and click the like button. Let people know, you know, that, hey, you know, we like the program and it help in the algorithm some way, somehow. Right. And if you also enjoy the program, consider uh, donating a love offering, you know, love offerings definitely help us out. We greatly appreciate the love offerings that, you know, was donated yesterday. You know, we greatly appreciate that. Um, we say may, may the Lord return that to you uh, tenfold. Any of you who have donated yesterday or the day before. Uh, But thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening and see you next time.